Greetings, and welcome to Little Readers Podcast, dedicated to literacy, listening skills, comprehension, and the love of reading. In this episode, we're continuing reading Amelia Bedelia Means Business by Herman Parrish III, pictures by Lynn Evriel, published in 2013 by Green Willow Books an imprint of HarperCollins Publishers. Chapter 11, Continuing. Dream Bike Nightmares is the title. As she rode home, Amelia Bedelia got more and more excited about the contest. She told her mom and dad all about it. When I win, she said, I'll get a free bike and you won't have to pay for half. That's nice, honey, said her mom. We'll add the money we would have given you to your college fund instead. We're so proud of you. You're doing a great job trying to earn your half. In her excitement, Amelia Bedelia had forgotten all about baking tarts for Pete's. Hey, I got a job, she announced. Pete like my tart so much that he wants me to bake two dozen a day. He'll sell them at the diner. Oh, congratulations, said her mom. Lots of people go to Pete's. Did you know that the mayor eats at the diner every day? If he likes your tarts, your business could be a big hit. The best advertising is by word of mouth. Mom's right, said Amelia Bedelia's father. You know, winning a contest is a long shot, Amelia said to her dad. But dad, I'm decorating a bike, not playing basketball, thinking about what he said about the long shot. Hey, said her dad, I have an idea. Why don't you decorate your bike like a giant lemon tart? You'll attract more customers and make more money. Then you can buy your bike. That's a sure thing, he said. You sure that's sure? said Amelia. She turned to her mom. What do you think? Her mother replied. That's a tough one. I can see Dad's point of view, but I also see that you want to try and win the contest. Amelia Bedelia's mother smiled. That means there's only one way to settle this. Get ready. She took a quarter out of her purse and flipped it high in the air. Amelia shouted, Tails! Her dad shouted, Heads. Heads it was. So, Amelia Bedelia took her dad's advice. She worked on her bike right up to the morning of the parade. Both sides of the front wheel looked like giant lemon slices. Both sides of the back wheel looked like giant lemon tarts. On her back, Amelia wore a sign that looked like a mouth-watering slice of tart. On the slice, she had written, Try a bite. Next to the word bite, 
she had cut out a big toothy bite. It was a great white shark-sized bite. To top it all off, Amelia constructed a papier-mâché lemon to cover her helmet. She had painted it yellow. It even had a stem and bright green leaves that fluttered in the breeze. Her dad said, If I were you, I would take along some lemon tarts and hand them out to people as samples. That way, you can peddle your tarts all over town. Her dad chuckled to himself. Amelia guessed that he must have made some kind of joke about being on a bike and selling tarts. She didn't have time to figure it out. And from the way her mom was shaking her head and rolling her eyes, it surely wasn't worth understanding anyway. Chapter 12. Try a Bite. Not. Amelia Bedelia rode her bike to the town square where the parade was assembling. Suzanne was already there. When Amelia saw Suzanne's bike, she was speechless. She felt exactly the way she felt the very first time she saw the bike. Suzanne had woven red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and violet cray paper into the spokes of her wheels. When they went around, the colors revolved in a spiral into the center of the wheel. It looked like a swirling rainbow. Suzanne had glued glittery stars at the center of both wheels. Amelia was so dizzy, she had to look away. Was Suzanne trying to hypnotize the judges into voting for her? There were also rainbow-colored streamers flowing out of the ends of her handlebars, tiny flags, and jingle bells hanging everywhere. On the bright side, Amelia was glad that she had not wasted her time trying to compete with Suzanne. Maybe Suzanne would toss her the not-new-anymore bike as she rode away on her brand-new bike, if she won. The poster in the bike shop had not mentioned that there was a pet parade, too. Amelia could see cats, rabbits, goldfish, guinea pigs, snakes, mice, and dogs, dogs, and more dogs. Another thing the poster hadn't mentioned was that Wild Bill was the celebrity judge of the bike contest. He was riding with the mayor and Miss Individuality in one of his convertibles at the front of the parade. Now Amelia was doubly glad that she hadn't tried to win. Wild Bill would never pick her in a million years. She peeked under the bright yellow dish towel in her bike basket. There were her lemon tarts, all ready to hand out to people in the crowd as she rode by. Soon, it was time for the parade to begin. The non-dog pets followed the convertible. Then came the dogs, then the kids on their bikes. The crowd cheered and clapped for all of the marchers. When Amelia pedaled past her parents, they clapped loudest of all. Hooray for tart tarts! Her dad yelled. Amelia waved, blushed, and pretended not to know them. <laughs> then it started. Maybe it was triggered by her dad yelling, Tart tarts! As Amelia Bedelia pedaled by one of the dogs, it turned and looked straight at her. It put its nose in the air and sniffed. Then it began to wag its tail and bark. 
and bark and bark. Amelia Bedelia recognized that dog. It was one of the dogs Diana had been walking. And it loved the taste of her lemon tarts. Suddenly, a dog on the other side of the street started barking. Uh-oh. It had tasted her hearts, too. As Amelia Bedelia rode on, dogs started sniffing, wagging, barking, and straining at their leashes, trying to get as close as possible. Amelia Bedelia peeked in her bike basket. No wonder the dogs were barking. The basket was filled with tasty tart tarts, and they smelled delicious. Amelia Bedelia decided then and there that this would be the perfect time to give out her tarts. If she passed them out now, maybe the dogs would leave her alone. She also decided that she would never listen to her father ever again. Peddling tarts? Ha ha! Very funny, Dad. Come back here, Bruno! Amelia Bedelia looked behind her. Bruno had broken away and was running to catch up with her. Someone grab that dog! Another dog had broken away. Amelia Bedelia pedaled faster. Lucky! Stop! Stay! And another and another. Hey, grab that leash! It seemed as though all the dogs in town were chasing Amelia and her tart tarts. Maybe it was because they didn't want to miss out on a treat. Or maybe this was how dogs celebrated their spirit of individuality. Or maybe they just loved Amelia Bedelia. She was weaving in and out of the other bicycles and marchers. She pedaled as fast as she could on her old bike with her lemon head bobbing wildly. Faster, yelled Suzanne, who had seen what was happening. She rode behind Amelia, swerving back and forth, trying to keep the dogs away. Several of Amelia's friends from school pedaled up and tried to help, too. Go, Amelia Bedelia, yelled Joy. Faster, called Chip. Tweet, tweet. That was the policeman from the park. He blew his whistle at Amelia Bedelia and held up his hand to signal her to stop. Amelia Bedelia glanced over her shoulder. She had never seen so many dogs. She reached into her basket, pulled out a tart, and put it in the policeman's hand as she sped by. He blew his whistle even louder. She looked back and saw a dog leap through the air. It grabbed the tart right out of the policeman's hand, like a porpoise snatching a sardine from a sailor. The policeman stared at his hand and counted. One, two, three, four, five. All his fingers were present and accounted for. Whew. Amelia Bedelia saw Pete and Doris up ahead. She reached into her basket and handed them tarts as she pedaled by. Eat them quick or, she warned, Pete and Doris were too slow. A pair of poodles leaped up and gulp, gulp. Those tarts were history. Amelia Bedelia had almost reached the head of the parade. There were still dogs everywhere. She wasn't sure what to do, but she knew 
she had to get rid of her tarts. She rode in a loop-de-loop pattern, then in a circle. Then she headed back the way she had come. Everyone was following her. Dogs, their owners, and all of the kids on their decorated bikes. Amelia Bedelia handed out tarts left and right. Some folks actually got a taste. As Amelia rode past the convertible, she tossed her tarts to the celebrities. Miss Individuality caught hers with one slender white-gloved hand. The mayor used both hands. While Bill was waving his cowboy hat at the crowd as though he was riding a bronco instead of riding in a car, Amelia tossed her last tart right into his hat. Bullseye! Amelia had run out of tarts just as she had run out of parade. But the dogs were still chasing her. The air was full of their barking. Then it dawned on Amelia that her bike looked like a huge dog treat. Even worse, the words, Try a bite, were printed on her back. Those dogs were pretty smart. Could any of them read? Amelia promised herself that if she survived today, she'd never have anything to do with signs again. Amelia Bedelia had to keep moving. She circled around and pulled up behind Wild Bill's convertible. She jumped off her bike and let it clatter to the ground. Miss Individuality helped her climb into the back seat of the car. Amelia Bedelia ripped the enormous tart off her shirt and threw it to the dogs. They had a blast tearing it apart, howling with happiness all the while. Amelia slid down onto the seat next to Wild Bill. He took one look at the giant lemon bobbing on her head and said, Not you again! Woof, woof, woof! The dogs were barking and drooling and circling the convertible. Get us out of Dodge, yelled Wild Bill to the driver. The driver put the car in reverse and backed up. Crunch, the screeching of metal being dragged across pavement brought the entire parade to a halt. What was that? asked Wild Bill. That, said Amelia her eyes brimming with tears, was my bike. Chapter 13 So who needs fireworks? If you've ever wondered what utter chaos and confusion, mass mayhem, and perfect pandemonium would look like, well, this was it. Barking dogs darted back and forth, and kids on bikes swerved around one another and around pets of all shapes and sizes. The crowd clapped and cheered. Cars honked their horns. The policeman blew his whistle. All, you might say, in the spirit of individuality. The mayor managed to make his way to the grandstand. This is where, on every special occasion, he had given a speech to his calm, quiet, peaceful town. Diana bounded up the stairs onto the grandstand. Excuse me, Mr. Mayor, she called out as she rushed to the microphone. 
She blew her whistle with all her might, but mysteriously there was no sound. All of a sudden, every dog in town froze. Their ears went straight up, and they all turned to look at her. Then they put their tails between their legs, and every single one of them slowly slunk back to its owner. The car horn stopped honking. The guinea pigs and rabbits and parrots stopped chattering. The kids on their bikes settled down. Everyone was quiet except for the policeman. He kept blowing his whistle over and over again until the mayor tapped on the microphone, then said, Officer O'Brien? At last, a perfect silence descended upon the entire crowd. Everyone moved closer to the grandstand to hear what the mayor had to say. The mayor cleared his throat. <clears throat> I'm not sure what happened here today, he said, but it looks like one person is responsible. Would Amelia Bedelia please come up here? Oh, when Amelia Bedelia heard the mayor say her name, she wanted to climb into the glove compartment and curl up into a little ball, but she didn't. Wild Bill opened the car door for her and walked beside her to the grandstand. If it's any consolation, he whispered gruffly as they walked, I think you make one mean lemon tart, little lady. I didn't mean to be mean, said Amelia. I made it to apologize. Apology accepted, said Wild Bill. Amelia Bedelia wasn't sure what to do. Her tarts had caused all this. She was to blame. What if the mayor made her pay to clean up the mess? Because there certainly was a big mess. Then she would never have enough money to get a new bike. And now she couldn't even jump on her old bike and escape. Her bike, her first Sweet, wonderful, one and only bike was flatter than a chocolate brownie pancake. She was too tired to escape anyway. Besides, it's tough to blend in with a giant lemon stuck on your head. Her parents met her at the steps of the grandstand. Her dad gave her a thumbs up. Her mom took off the big lemon helmet Amelia Bedelia trudged up the stairs to meet the mayor and her doom. The mayor shook her parents' hands. Then he brought Amelia Bedelia forward to stand next to him at the microphone. The mayor said, I was born and raised here, so I can safely say that this town has seen more excitement in the past 15 minutes than it has in the past 50 years. As your mayor, I want to say that that is a good thing. When it comes to excitement, Amelia Bedelia means business. People in the crowd began to nod their heads in agreement. Amelia Bedelia could hear kids from school screaming and hollering and whistling. She could see Suzanne smiling 
and Joy and Holly and Clay laughing and smiling together. Everyone knew that they would talk about this day for years to come. Then, Wild Bill stepped forward to the microphone, his hat on his head. Mr. Mayor, everyone in town knows that I've had my differences with this little lady. However, I've come to admire her spirit. She does things her own way. If something goes wrong, she bounces back and tries again. As far as I'm concerned, no one captures the spirit of individuality better than Amelia Bedelia. I declare her to be the winner of the bicycle contest. As the crowd cheered, Wild Bill bent down to say to her, I believe you could use a new bike, am I right? Amelia Bedelia nodded and smiled and waved to the crowd. As the clapping died down, Wild Bill reached into his hat and pulled out the lemon tart Amelia had tossed in. And best of all, he said, everyone in town should know that Amelia Bedelia makes one tasty lemon tart. Wild Bill popped the tart into his mouth and wolfed it down in one bite. The crowd roared its approval again. Amelia Bedelia looked over at her mom and dad and could only mouth the word, thanks, because of all the cheering. Chapter 14 On her first day back at school, Amelia proudly locked her new bike to the bike rack. It was the same exact model as Suzanne's bike, but it was ruby red instead of emerald green. Amelia Bedelia loved it. Suzanne rode up to the bike rack, but something was different. She wasn't smiling the way she had been after the parade. Amelia got a good look at her bike. It was a wreck. It was in worse shape than Amelia Bedelia's old bike after it had been run over by the convertible. Suzanne parked right next to Amelia. What happened, Susie? asked Amelia. I left my bike in the driveway, she said. My mom didn't see it when she went to work, and she drove right over it. Her car got dinged up, too. I've never seen her that mad. She was jumping up and down and dancing around in the driveway. Amelia tried not to laugh. It's not funny, said Suzanne. My mom told me that I'm going to have to help pay for the damages. She said she would meet me halfway, though. Oh, Amelia said, I've been there, and I can tell you all about getting a job. Hey, I need someone to deliver my tarts. I'll lend you my bike and pay you. Suzanne smiled. At first, it was just a tiny smile, but then... It grew bigger and bigger. Amelia Bedelia put her arm around Suzanne's shoulder, and she smiled, too. Then they walked into school together. The End <laughs>